Hello, this is Hilary Robertson. Welcome to the latest episode of Harmonious World. In this episode, I'm joined by Marion L'Enfant-Prousse, a singer in the Marion and Sobo band, where she's joined by Polish guitarist Alexander Sobochinski, who's better known as Sobo. Their new album, Histoire, contains 13 songs in six different languages, and it encapsulates everything about travelling. There's really acrobatic guitar solos and impressive violin playing. And obviously there's Marion's voice and every type of music. But this is music of real joy and the joy of being in the world, really. I hope you enjoyed listening to Jean, the opening track on the new album Histoire, and that you enjoy listening to my conversation with Marion. Well, it's really nice to talk to you. Thank you for joining me on Harmonious World. Yes, thank you so much for inviting me. So I want you to talk to me about this album, Histoire, and how you and Sobo got together and Mm -hmm. how you create, because the music is just incredible. It's just so full of life, isn't it? It's so nice to hear it. I'm so glad. We're very excited of the, about the album and everybody listening to it. We, deci- we wrote this album with Sobo together. We uh, are the leaders and the composers of the Marion and Sobo band. And um, we wrote this album, Histoire, continuing our journey with so many different styles of music and so many languages, because this is really our style and this is how we... Um, Yes, how we write music. Uh, we listen to many different music. And uh, this album, as our style of music, is a mix of jazz and gypsy jazz and also global music and uh, French influences uh, also. So it's a very versatile world of, of sound and languages as well. So the, we all in the, so we're five people in the band um, and we all come from a jazz background. So for us, improvisation is still very important. And yet we also mix uh, different influences. A big influence would be Django Reinhardt, of course, for the gypsy jazz sound. We use the same kind of lineup in our band that that Django Reinhardt and the gypsy jazz uh, bands use. So it's two gypsy jazz guitars, a double bass player, a violinist, and I'm a singer. And um, so, yeah, so it's a kind of vocal gypsy jazz influence. And we have global music influences. So we'll have influences from the Balkan region. Uh, Whether we play a song, a traditional Romani song on this album, Idalesi is a traditional Romani song, or also Balkan music influences in the songs that we wrote ourselves will come in and we mix them. And also um, influences from France, of course, from the country I come from. Yes. Right. So how did you get together with Sobo in the first place? Because he's Polish and you're French-American. Yeah, I'm I'm French and American. Many people think uh, Canadian when I say French-American, but I am French. uh, And my dad is US-American, so I'm I'm both nationalities, but raised in France. So I would say my French roots are very strong. And we met met in the middle, so so to speak, in Germany. So uh, so when (laughs) I met right in between our two home countries... We met in Bonn, the city we live in, uh, in Germany, at a jam session. So very, very typical uh, way <laughs> of meeting musicians. Uh, we met at a jam session. We met on stage and never left the stage since, so to speak. 
Wow. And we, uh, yeah, and we met everybody in the band on this jam session. So Sobo was uh, organizing a jam session in Bonn. And uh, I came, I was uh, 22, 20, yeah, 22. And I came and I said, can I sing? Can I, can I join? Can I sing something with you guys? And uh, that's how we met. And then uh, on this same jam session, the other guys of the band came with their own projects. And over the years, we, uh, we ended up all playing together. So it's fun. Yeah. And there's, there's something very global about your sound as well. Is yes yeah the band is uh very international our sound is very international and i think this is intricate to i mean yeah it's the music really reflects uh how we are and what kind of band we are we're a polish uh guitarist sobo i am french and a u.s american then uh jonas and stefan and frank our violin our guitarist double bass player and violinist all come from different parts of germany and we really see ourselves as uh, citizens of the world. And we travel a lot, especially Sobo and I. So, yes, all these uh, influences also from our travels, from the countries we've been to. Uh, every year, we, last year, we couldn't travel so much. <laughs> but usually we travel. We've been to South America a lot, many months in Argentina, and always connected with music. And so all these influences come into our sound. So not just the music we listen to, but also, yes, the influences that everybody has from the countries they come from. And for me, as an, uh, a French person living abroad, it's a very nice and uh, it feels very natural. Yeah. And there are six languages on the album. Is that yes. right? I think so. I, I should. I think you might know better than I do. <laughs> I'm checking. No, I think so. We have French. We have German. It's the first time on this album we have a song called Die Badewanne voller Bier. Um, the first song that I wrote uh, song lyrics for in German. Usually I didn't uh, dare to write in German, but this year <laughs> I thought it was time after so many years in Germany. We have English, of course. We have uh, also, we for the first time also, we have Polish. So it was a uh, native language. Uh, so that was a very nice challenge i must say because it's a very difficult language to 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 speak but it was so nice and so important for me to finally uh, sing a song in polish and we have spanish a, a song uh, a language that is very dear to me and uh, we have a romales for edelisi with a romani uh, text yeah so yeah. many different languages Yes. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know how much you, you know about my podcast, but the whole point was uh, it's based on a Quincy Jones quote where he said, imagine what a harmonious world it would be if we all shared a little of what we're good at. Mm, nice. Yeah. Quincy Jones is one of those really interesting people who he speaks lots of languages. He's a, he's, oh, does he, he? yeah. And he, thinks constantly as a global musician mm -hmm. you know he's, mm -hmm. he doesn't I see international totally. barriers yeah mm -hmm. exactly and especially music and languages are very yeah. connected i had this uh actually this uh i was talking about it with our double bass player in the car today when we were driving back from a gig that we had yesterday our first open air gig of the season yay yes <laughs> of the year actually <laughs> i must say and uh, we were talking about it about uh the um, the connection between languages and music. And I was uh, thinking also for me, especially 
languages and music have also been always been very connected. And I was wondering also if also as a musician, because it's all about also the ear. So there is a connection also to uh, pronunciation and seeing languages as musics for me as a singer, for example. Uh, so, yes, I, I, I totally see this connection, especially also for, for musicians that the yeah, there, there yeah. are no barriers. There are no it's, it's impossible to see music in, in kind of yeah. a geographical barrier. Yeah, which is which is kind of ironic, especially as a Brit at the moment, because barriers, oh, yes. you know, our borders, we have put up barriers mm -hmm. all the time. And yet you can put political barriers in. You can put borders in between countries, mm -hmm. but that doesn't stop us all sharing these experiences and traveling and yes and also in what we yeah when we in what we listen to and how um how interesting uh, it can be to yeah for example i don't know before i met sobo i had no idea of how polish how polish sounds as a, as a language i had no clue and sometimes just knowing a person can let you in on a culture, on a whole culture or, or a language, or somebody will say, hey, have you listened to that track from this new singer from, I don't know, Brazil or Cape Verde or somewhere? And then all of a sudden you're kind of sucked into that other world that might be totally different to what your reality is. And I love this idea of using music also to travel and to, um, I love it when audiences come to us and say, you know, you kind of travel through time and tra travel through uh, the world, because once you're at a concert or when you're listening to the CD, you're not in Germany, you're not in the UK, you're not in France, you're not today, you're not yesterday. You kind of there's yeah, it's, it's such an open there's such an yeah. openness to it because it's kind of you might have. Uh, yeah. You, so you would say, oh, OK, Jung, uh, Jungle Reinhardt and Gypsy Jazz Roots. OK, but we're not a traditional Gypsy Jazz band. We're very modern in that way that we mix different things and we have a modern sound and this, the lyrics that I write. And and yet we still have this uh, traditional uh, lineup. So yes, there's a there's a lot of movement. Yes, exactly. So how did your lockdown go? I mean, how was your how is your pandemic experience? <laughs> yeah, it was. I think as many people, depending on the phase, good and bad. <laughs> yes. Um. I yeah. I was I was talking to a. a a few musicians a few a few months ago and we were struggling with that question because as musicians we we're so used to spreading joy and spreading good vibes that it was very hard for us to talk about the the dull days or the loneliness that you might also feel but this was of course as anybody else as any other citizen we felt it as well also because we couldn't really we since we couldn't really play uh, we couldn't really, we didn't really meet either to be together. So that was a few months where it was pretty hard to be away from each other and not able to be in contact with the audience, knowing that they really needed us in that time live and not live stream because we're no fans of computers and screens. We're, we're musicians. We live from music. Music is our life and we really, our home is the stage. So there's nothing that could uh, replace this. And then it was a very positive experience because last spring, just before the summer, usually we'd be very busy preparing for the summer. In the summer, we play very, it's the, the fullest day, the fullest months of the year. And uh, last year we didn't have uh, any gigs. So with Sobo, we were hiking and we were finishing preparing the album. And we had a lot of more time to write songs and try out new things and songs that didn't make it on the album and that might make it on the next one. And so we had a lot of time 
which we, we usually don't have. And uh, that was very precious. Yeah. It, it, it's really funny, actually, because it's interesting you say about it depends what actual what moment you catch somebody, whether they say it was good or it was bad. I, it almost seems surreal now to, to look yes. back on it. That, yes. that moment in March 2020 when everything stopped mm-hmm. overnight. Totally. And I, we, I remember with the band, we were, I don't know, I'm, I'm still shocked. We were like, so another Saturday night at home? what yeah <laughs> we were so uh yeah it was such a different rhythm our 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 because our life i mean everybody had a different way people with kids were different you know with homeschooling and everything but for us all of a sudden yeah we're not on tour anymore we're not going on stage anymore how can we still connect with our audience how can we still connect with other musicians um sometimes we met musicians on i i remember one time at a, a street corner in my neighborhood uh, we were walking with Sobo uh, late at night, just like walking around. And then we met, it was a Friday night. And then we met on the street corner, a double bass player and a, and a, and two drummers that we know that were hanging out together. And then we just kind of, with distancing, of course, uh, spoke on that uh, at like midnight on a Friday evening at that street corner, all looking each, at each other and thinking this would never happen on a Friday night. We'd all be playing gigs. Yeah. And it was such a... It was such heartwarming to also to see other musicians. And and so I felt, uh, yeah. And also now um, seeing audience again, there's a there's a lot of emotion and uh, and I hope uh, that people keep it. I hope that um, this enthusiasm for for life coming back and for the appreciate the appreciation for live music, for, you know, moments of not only listening to music, but coming together as, a, as, as people. Um, I, I hope that people really keep this appreciation because it was yesterday we played and it was just uh, such a good feeling. Yes, yes. And one of the things that I've actually really enjoyed recently is listening to live albums where you can hear the audience and you can hear the audience interact, you know, some mm-hmm. really old ones, some really old jazz, you know, mm-hmm. classics. Yes, and stuff, yes, yes, yes. You know, where you hear the audience responding and clapping and, you know, and all of those things. And I haven't, I've been to one concert since March 2020. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, it was a classical concert, but it was absolutely beautiful and it was lovely. But I, I'm not yet feeling comfortable about going into a sort of small smoky jazz club you know yes I, no I, yeah yeah I, it, yeah I the many many uh well yesterday and many of the most of the concert if not all of them that we're going to play this summer are outdoors yeah and um I we have a I think the even the concert that we're going to play on Thursday or a concert that we're playing with jazz clubs, they are cooperating with the city to either have uh, contact to a bigger uh, place. So for example, uh, this, uh, this Thursday we're playing again with the band and it was, it would be with a jazz club of a, of a small city called, called Lipstadt. And uh, we're going to play in the, in the city theater. So they organize themselves because of course a jazz club right now is, it feels kind of small and yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping and I'm really uh, rooting for cities to help their organizers and their venues to have contacts and to have access to other places because 
cities have, you know, squares where you can do something outdoors and, and cities have big, bigger buildings. And so I really hope that the city councils and city halls are going to be open to, to giving venues, uh, another chance to to be able to to deal with this pandemic which is still not over no that's right uh i interviewed um i've interviewed people all around the world and and mm-hmm. it's amazing that there are so many cities and towns small towns that have have, have sort of relaxed their views on outdoor music and that sort mm-hmm. of thing and and I think there are more places where you can go. I mean, in the UK, we're not used to sitting outside, you yeah. know, in a, in a square and 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 enjoying people walking past and music and all that sort of stuff. And and it's it's happening more and more now. I've noticed this as well, and it was the same feeling that I had. I was like, well, I hope if we get something out of this situation, is that people do in the summer in the few months where our i mean we live in europe so the winter is pretty long in the few months where it's nice outside i hope it, yeah that more open air festivals and and also small concerts can happen yeah. outdoors with some protection for rain so that just because there's three drops of rain everything doesn't yeah. be, isn't canceled so come on yeah. people get get ready for the weather <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so yes i'm hoping and i i'm Especially, well, this summer also, this summer really shows that this, of course. There's a lot of uh, open-air concerts popping up here and there. Yeah. In Germany. I'm speaking for Germany. Right. And well, hopefully at some point we'll be able to travel to yes. Germany and to see. And yeah, know. and I hope we can travel to the UK. It's, I, it would be such uh, such fun to come to, to the UK yeah. and to play. Yes, that'd be brilliant. So, uh, so you, you're talking about gigs that you've got coming up through the through the summer. Yes, uh, mainly in Germany. Is that right at the moment? Yes, this summer only in Germany, um, because of it's very complicated yeah. right now. And uh, so we're touring Germany, and uh, we're we we were very active. So during the pandemic, uh, we were not only preparing the new album, but so boy and I. We're in constant uh, contact with uh, concert organizers and venues so that we would be ready when <laughs> things right. would uh, open up. And so this summer we have 27 concerts uh, between now and the end of September. So we're very wow. happy. We're going to be touring a lot. Uh, most of the concerts are outdoors, always with a concept, uh, uh, you know, pandemic uh, friendly and with distancing or masks and everything so that the audiences can feel safe. Everybody can feel safe. Also us. Yes. So everything is under control. And uh, yeah, we're very looking forward to it and presenting our new album Histoire with the Marion and Sobo Band. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I I've really enjoyed. It. I've been looking at some of your videos, and and mm-hmm. it's great. So I'm going to use some clips, mm-hmm. uh, the you know through the uh, through the podcast. Yes, and so that people can get a sense of this joyous yes global music, especially because it's very difficult to just uh, represent our music with one song because it's so different Then it's actually I think it's very nice on a podcast to use these snippets and 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 uh, and make, you know, yeah, uh, invite yeah. people to listen to a few things. Well, it was lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much, Marion. Thank you so much for the interview and uh, hope you uh, have a great summer in London. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, that was a great interview. I enjoyed that. It was really fun talking to Marion. 
and I hope you enjoyed listening. I'm now playing Vals Foll from Histoire and I hope you enjoy listening to that too. Do take a listen to the Marion Sobo band and some of their videos look incredible. So I do want to thank everybody for listening to Harmonious World. Please do rate and review wherever you find your podcasts. It's really simple to do. And also come and find me on social media. I'm going back to just one podcast a week. I think it's partly because everyone's a bit quieter during the summer and there was a flurry of activity in the spring as we were starting to come out of lockdown. But I have some truly wonderful interviews lined up, a couple that I've already done that are in the bag waiting to be edited. And I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Harmonious World and will join me again in the future. Des allées de tilleurs, les racines s'entrelacent, des insectes qu'on recueille, la terre sous tous les ongles, des manches longs et Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and it's a great delight to bring this series of discussions with musicians and composers and writers and all sorts of people to you. Obviously, there's no point in having a podcast if people aren't listening and I'm very grateful to my listeners for doing so. Thanks also to Joe English for composing and performing this new theme tune. So wherever you get your podcast, you can leave a review. You can share this with your friends and family, either as a link or on social media and that sort of thing. I'd be really grateful for that. Don't forget that you can subscribe now. There's a link wherever you get your podcasts. So have a great week. And please remember why I started this, which is just to try and make the world a little more harmonious. Thanks for listening to Harmonious World. <laughs>